You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wrap Up Live. I'm your host, Keon Haddad, hosting for the first time on the show. Started as the producer, and now I'm hosting a show, and I'm joined by Mete today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Congratulations on your first episode of hosting. And <laughs> yeah, tight win, but they got it done. So, absolutely. What are your initial thoughts on this one? Ooh, um, the defense is looking much better. With Jakob Pertl, finally they have a a guy who can protect the paint for them, which is great. And mm-hmm. that was a pretty wild fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, yeah. Scotty Barnes played amazing in that quarter. And I think that's where we have to start. Scotty tonight in the fourth quarter, I have it here, six points. He had four rebounds and he had four blocks. Not something we've seen in the past. Let me pull up the box score. Um, I thought... At the start, uh, my first initial thoughts was he d- didn't look quite aggressive. And this is something we've ske- seen with Scotty a lot where he'll always start the game passive, right? But in the fourth quarter, he always seems to show up. And it's a matter of him doing it for a full effort, for a full game. But, geez, in the fourth quarter tonight, it really felt like he took over. It was a tight game. But it was a back-and-forth game all throughout the fourth quarter, all throughout the second half until Scotty really just came up huge, just giving the Raptors everything they need on both ends of the court. And it's, it's a huge win. The Bulls um, have one of the best defenses uh, in the new year, and they just got Patrick Beverly, who they're under, undefeated with. So this is no slouch team. I know their record doesn't show, but this is a solid win, especially after quite the disappointing game in Cleveland, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they rebounded really well, and – like you said, the Bulls have been struggling and they are like close to the Raptors in terms of like the play-in standing. So mm-hmm. huge win. And yeah, Scotty Barnes, I don't really mind him being passive, honestly. Like we've got scoring options. Okay. And he he does like turn it on when he needs to. So yeah, he did amazing in the fourth quarter. Um Sorry, I'm just making sure this tweet gets up. Uh, Scotty Barnes, um, you don't think he has to to keep this pace that he's playing like in the fourth quarter throughout the whole game? You you think that we have enough scoring for that? Yeah, I think I think the Raptors do have the scoring. Van Vliet usually isn't this bad. Uh, he was mm-hmm. amazing before he left for the three games for personal reasons. So, yeah, I think Van Vliet obviously won't play like that again and yeah he just does like whatever uh the raptors need him to do and that's like amazing from him since it's not just scoring for him he can impact the game as a playmaker as a defender so yeah i mean i'm i'm not really complaining about his effort tonight i i think i agree with you um 
he seems like I just want him to have the ball in his hands a little bit more maybe throughout the game because I just want to see him progress because at the end of the day, he is your future. That's me. But, I mean, for this current Raptors team, I think in the fourth quarter, he play, just played a great role, like covering on the defensive end. They played uh, a closing lineup small. They didn't play Yaka Pirtle, uh much in the fourth quarter. He didn't close the game. He, Scotty was really the, the rim protector in that fourth quarter. He was great all night. He was hovering around the paint. That's kind of the role that me and, and guys on the show like Oren have talked about in the past. Um, I do want to talk about Fred, though. Um, it kind of felt like he like played better than his shooting percentage, don't you think? Yeah, he impacted the game greatly as a, as a playmaker and pretty solid on defense. And like I said, before the three games that he missed, he was playing amazing. So... We can just chalk it up to rust. I know mm-hmm. a lot of fans are not really happy with him, but hey, he's he's been playing great. So you got to give him credit. Not tonight, though. Like offensively, it wasn't that good. Not yeah, but uh, so, sorry, um, my my connection is a little bit bad. Do you have anything else? Uh, that was pretty much it on Friday. I, I mean, I I agree. I think. In the scope of things, like you can look at his shooting, uh, just his stats, his shooting percentage, and it's not really going to tell the full story. He, as from the get go, he was getting his teammates involved, and that's really what they missed these last two games when they're struggling to get buckets. They just couldn't really get open looks. Like they didn't have a point guard who could command the offense, who could, um, who could be like a floor general for them and really get everyone where they need to be. It was just a, a lot of iso ball without him. And uh, today, like. Uh, how many assists did he finish with? I know he started with a lot. He finished with uh, nine assists, and that's exactly what you need from him. Um, I, I won't want him taking – like, I don't think he took many bad shots tonight. I think this is the type of progression we need. Obviously, you want him to hit a, a few more, and that obviously makes this game way different if he just hits, like, three or three of those threes like, like we're accustomed to seeing. But I, I personally – was not super disappointed with Freddie's performance. And obviously, if they lost, that might be a different story. But they ended <laughs> up winning, <laughs> and, and I'm not going to be disappointed. I think, again, it's a custom it's, – it's, you, can, you can call it rust. I, I'm going to call it rust. You can't just miss three games and come right back. You're not going to be yourself. We saw it with OG. He kind of shook off a little bit of the rust today. What did you think of him today? OG was solid, uh, great defensively, like always. Mm-hmm. Not, like, as good as the start of the season, obviously, but it's not just about, like, steals and blocks. He's still playing great on-ball defense, and that rebound he had, like, late in the fourth quarter when he was falling down, that was great hustle. So, yeah, shout-out to him for that rebound. Absolutely. He also had this monster slam on DeMar Rosen in the fourth quarter. This is the type of things I want to see from Ananobi. I, it's been rough for him uh, uh, these last few games since coming back from injury, but I feel like we're used to seeing this now with OG where every, he'll, he gets hurt a good amount during the season. He'll miss a couple weeks in the season with a little injury, right? And and this time we always see him come back. He's always, you know, a little rusty. It takes time for him to get adjusted, especially like he, he has such a fluctuating role with this team. and. I just like to see that he he's really starting to – what's the word? He's starting to fit a little bit with the new guys because we haven't seen him fit well 
playing alongside Jakob and 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 um and playing without Fred. But I, I loved OG's performance today. It's like he shot six for thirteen. I think. Excuse me. Uh, six for thirteen. He was a plus sixteen. Just like you said earlier, he played great defense. He's been playing great defense the last few games. Honestly, he held Bogdanovich to eleven points. Uh, Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, actually. Um, played great. Uh, on defense, it's just you want that offense to start to come into fruition a little bit and really help this team. And tonight it did. Um, who else we want to talk about? You want to talk about Will Barton? What do you think of that signing? Uh, it's a good pickup. Like the Raptors bench hasn't been that great. And to have him as like your ninth, tenth man is is good. He only got four minutes today. And uh, he missed his three-pointer, but... <laughs> Yeah, he'll he'll get into the groove of things with a practice tomorrow and he should bring some shooting. Like the Raptors have been struggling all season for three point shooting. He should help with that. I agree. Um, I didn't expect him to check in today and he did, which was surprising. I don't think any of the reporters did. Anybody really thought he was gonna play. I was a little surprised because the Raptors don't ever seem to be big in the buyout market, but it, it was cool to see them bring in someone. It's cool to see that they're trying to win. Like, I know the Yak of Pearl trade kind of signaled it, but they're really trying to win this season. Like, they want to make the playoffs. They want to build some, uh, build a culture there. And I know a lot of people were for the tank. I'm not saying I wasn't, but I'm just happy at least they have a direction now. Um, what did you think? This is something I wanted to talk about. What did you think of – no Pirtle in the closing lineup because I thought that was a little bit interesting, especially the way he was playing today. I thought he, he was like ever since he got traded, he's been just such a huge defensive presence and he was playing a great game too tonight. He had three steals and two blocks and just all a great pick and roll defense as well. I want to know what you thought of Nick uh, sitting him in the end. Yeah, I would like to see him out there in the closing uh, lineup, but Honestly, they didn't really need him. Like you were saying, Scotty did a great job protecting the paint. And, yeah, I guess Nick wanted to go more small. And it worked mm -hmm. out tonight. And I guess maybe he thought of it due to Vucevic. He was just usually sitting in the perimeter. So, yeah, yeah. it, it kind of worked out for the Raptors. Absolutely. And... By the way, everybody in the chat, send over your questions. Uh, I want to get some. Oh, we already got one. Okay, let's see. Do you think Pirtle not consistently closing affects his free agency decision? What do you think? I want. I want to hear your answer because you were just talking about um, this. I think he said he wants to stay in Toronto, like when we traded for him, and mm -hmm. like obviously he he's been a part of the team before and. He seems to love it in Toronto, so I don't think it will affect it. He seems like a professional, and I think he understands that it won't be like every night that he's not closing. When they need him to, against like a a Joel Embiid, I'm sure he'll be closing. Yeah, I probably have to agree with you there. Um, he seems like an unselfish type of player. It just... It seems it's weird because they do have kind of a, a tradition, not a traditional big, but a big who likes to play in the paint as well as the perimeter. It seems like the type of matchup you keep Pirtle out there for, but that's just like on the on the scale on the 
you know, if you look at it from the outside perspective, if you watch the game, you see that he was kind of killing him with the spacing. He wasn't, he was knocking down a lot of open threes. And I honestly, I, I like the decision he made by keeping them, uh, keeping the original like five that they got before Pirtle and to close the game. Cause they just have the chemistry and it showed those, those five guys just have the chemistry on offense. And I don't think this is going to affect Pirtle free agency wise, because I think it was just the way the game felt like it's a field type of thing. Most nights, I think Pirtle does close for you got uh, for the Raptors, but uh, tonight it just wasn't that type of night. And I don't, if maybe if it continues and he consistently isn't closing, I can see that, but I, I don't see that being a huge impact if he's still starting and playing north of 30 minutes like he will for the, probably the rest of the season. Um, let's do our, our tax man a little early because there's a lot of options. Um, who do you have as your tax man player of the game? It's got to be Scotty Barnes. Like if you were mm-hmm. looking at the at the box score and you didn't watch a game, you're probably doubting that, but – Man, mm-hmm. in that fourth quarter, he just took over and carried the Raptors to the victory. That, that is a great pick. Um, I would pick the same one as you, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Unsung hero tonight. I'm gonna go with Chris Boucher. Uh, he came in. Raptors were struggling to score, and he hit. Uh, he went three. Let me pull it up for you guys. Here we go. Chris Boucher went three for five from three. He hit uh, all three in the second half, was it? Or did he hit one earlier? I can't remember. He definitely hit two in the fourth he quarter, hit, maybe definitely. one before that. Yeah, but when, it just seemed like huge threes for the Raptors that they needed. The offense was struggling. I, I don't know if he was the player of the game. I'd have to agree. Scotty Barnes, probably the player of the game, just overall impact on it. And the way he bounced back after a little rough start, he was kind of getting it from uh, Jack Armstrong on the broadcast, just, you know, about not being able to finish around the rim. I don't know if you caught that. A few times he went oh, – in the first half, he was 0 for 4 around the paint, painted area. Second half, didn't let it bother him. That's huge, especially for a young player's development. And we've seen it in the past where he started off slow and he doesn't let it bother him like a lot of other young players would. He's, he's just continuing to attack and play confidently. And in that fourth quarter, we saw a lot of, how do I say, a lot of swagger from Scotty Barnes. You know, after the and one, he was doing a little celebration, getting hyped after blocks. The Air Scotia Bank Arena was was pretty electric tonight. Um, from from the broadcast uh, standpoint, uh, let me pull up the um, the Scotty and one here uh, for the viewers. Just. Great stuff from Scotty all around. I love the way he played, and especially in the fourth quarter when the team needed the spark. The last few games has been a struggle offensively. This is the type of game you needed from from Scotty, even if it doesn't reflect on the stat sheet. Um, let's answer some questions. I saw one here. I'm gonna ask you, what do you think of Fred's transition as a pass first point guard? I think it's good for the team. Like. There are scoring options for the Raptors, and it's just better if he's not forcing the game or forcing shots because he has been doing that a lot. And, yeah, if if you're not taking bad shots, it's overall better for the team. And, yeah, I mean, if you're a pass-first point guard in a team with scoring options, 
you're obviously going to love that. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Fred, this is the type of stuff we need from Fred. You'd love him to hit the open threes. And again, we talked about it earlier. That's going to come as he gets back into a little bit of his game shape that he was uh, before the All-Star break. Because you have to remember, he didn't play the whole All-Star break and he missed uh, two games. So that's a long break for him. So he obviously has to get his legs back under him. I'm not entirely worried about the shooting, but as a pass first point, well, let me get that question back up. There you go. As a pass first point guard, I think it's huge, especially because, like you stated, there's so many options now on this team offensively. Like OG is back now, Gary Trent Jr. is back from injury. Like these are guys you want to be shooting the ball. These are some of your best shooters. And Pascal, who he haven't even talked about. Just he was great tonight too. Like it's not going to show on the stat sheet, but he was. Um, let me pull up the stat sheet. He, he was seven of eighteen, not twenty points, eight rebounds, three assists. But he didn't feel like he was. Didn't, he didn't feel out of place. He looked great. He was. He looked like a team star player. He was initiating a lot of the offense tonight, and that that is that's huge for me. The team was balanced tonight. You'd like to see a little bit more scoring, obviously, and that's going to come uh, with with the whole team being you know, back together. But tonight was, was promising, especially after a tough loss and getting Freddie back. I know if you look at the point totals, it kind of seems like 104. They scored 104 this game. They were in the high 90s the last two games. It's not a huge difference. But you got to like the open looks. It feels like the Raptors got way more open looks today, didn't it? Hello? Sorry, did you get out? <laughs> Could I, you hear me? Yeah. Oh, uh, what was the last thing you heard? Um, you were talking about Siakam, and then it kind of cut out. Oh my gosh! I was uh, what? I, what was the last thing you heard about Siakam? Um, you were talking about his stats: twenty points, eight eight rebounds. Mm, yeah, tw- <laughs> twenty points, eight rebounds. He and he was initiating a lot of the offense tonight, and it didn't kind of it didn't kind of feel like it if you look at the stats, but. He, he's just such a good all-around player for the Raptors. He, I don't feel like Fred has to be a pass-first point guard like like that. Like I feel like he can play off the ball a little bit more. But if he can consistently play as, as a, a, a guy who's going to make that extra pass, he's going to find the open shooter like he has and have these high total assist numbers, it's going to be it's going to be great uh, for the future of the team. And I was just um, – just impressed by his performance today. And I asked you, I said, it, the point totals kind of looked similar than we, uh, that we've seen the past few days, like 104 this game, the Raptors scored. And the past few games is around the mid to high 90s. Uh, but it kind of felt like the Raptors had more open looks tonight, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, like uh, you asked in the question, it has to do with Fred. Pass for his mm-hmm. point guard. He's looking for the open guys. Siakam's been a great playmaker. He's always looking to move the ball. Scotty loves to move the ball. So, yeah, you've got three guys. Even Pirtle, he likes to move the ball. Like him and Siakam mm-hmm. have great chemistry. So, yeah, obviously when you have guys who love to pass the ball, you're going to get some clean looks. All right, let's take let's look at this last comment before we head out for today. Precious seriously needs to get benched. You lose 50 IQ points watching him. Um, this isn't really a question, but I do want to touch on it about what you thought of Precious tonight. He was a team low minus 14 in his 12 minutes tonight. Yeah, he did have a rough game in the fourth quarter. He 
kind of forced a layup in transition wasn't the greatest look, but mm-hmm. honestly, he's he's playing pretty well. Just not tonight. It wasn't really his night, and he's a good uh like seventh, eighth guy to have off your bench. Like everybody has bad games, and yeah, I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't bench him after one bad performance. He's one of the best options they have off the bench. Yeah, I feel like you have to live and die by Precious, especially with the depth of this team. Like, I feel like you have to have him, like, playing because his upside on any given night is high. And right now, a critical part for his, you know, rise last season, like his his breakout a little bit last season in the middle of this season, was he was – hitting three-pointers, and lately he's not even taking three-pointers, which I want to see more of, and I feel like this is just a rough patch for him. I feel like you don't have you, – you can't really just bench him straight up until you get, like, into critical must-win, like, play-in, play-off type of games. I feel like in this regular season you have to live and you have to die by what he can bring because what he can bring is a really – it's the same thing with Boucher, like, both of them. What they can bring to a team like Boucher tonight might have saved the Raptors tonight in that fourth quarter at the start. We're going to talk about Scotty, but he was huge, hitting some huge threes for them. Uh, um, Precious has that same capability. I'm not ready to bench him, but uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit sick. I had to drink some water. I'm not ready to bench him. I want to see him play a little bit more. If this continues up until playing playoff time, when you have to win games to make it. Uh, I, I can see it. I'm, I would not be opposed to him uh, uh, being benched out of the rotation, probably. All right. Um, that's going to do tonight. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. It was a bit of a quick show. Uh, not a lot to talk about. It was kind of a well-rounded game. A lot of um, a lot of uh, even performances. Not a lot. No one really stood out on the stat sheet. But it was a fun game. Scotiabank Arena electric tonight, as always. Huge win. Uh, We will be back Thursday against the Washington Wizards. Um, This is my first time hosting it. It was a blast. I loved it. Thank you, um, Mete, for joining us tonight. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for coming along. Uh, This will be posted in podcast form noon tomorrow. And we will see you guys Thursday night as they take on the Washington Wizards in Washington. Thank you, everybody.